Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio, and each week we talk about our journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and sometimes we even make goals for the coming week. Now, there's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, the idea of having holiday cheat days popped up on WW Connect. So we're dissecting our thoughts around cheat days and talking through how we'd like to get through the holidays healthfully. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hi there. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. And it's the three of us. Reunited. I'm not going to sing the song, but I want to. <laughs> that may become our new, like, uh, our new intro music would be I know. reunited. <laughs> and it feels so good. How are you feeling this week, Ricky? Better. I, there's, you know, I work in a school and teacher, things get passed around. So um, I definitely got a virus. Thankfully, it wasn't COVID, but I was out for a couple of days. <laughs> but um, thanks for allowing me the time to rest. And I'm happy to be back. So those darn germy kids, right? Mm-hmm. Candace and I said, you're around kids every day and all of those daggone germs. And so if it got you, it's got you because you're like one of the healthiest people I know, given how many germs you're around. <laughs> yeah, you beat both of us. Like we both got COVID and you were over there like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't work in schools. But. I don't play with the masks. I'm like, I, I still wear it most of the time, especially I, I work with kindergarten, fourth grade, fourth grade. They're pretty good about covering their faces. And, you know, so I, I don't wear a mask as much with them. But kindergarten, I put a mask when every time I go in that room. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. So uh, let's kind of recap. How's, how's everybody doing? How's everybody, uh, even in a side of like, the week. Where's everybody at? What's what, how we doing? Ricky, you want to go first? I think you I'm should talk tired. since you weren't here. You got to feel. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm tired. I I feel like it's that time of year where I I want a big bowl of soup and I want to lie on the couch and I want to turn the heat up and cover myself in blankets and just and watch a good movie. Um. So I I feel like a, not as energetic as I feel like I did like the past weeks before, but 
you know, the walking at walking yesterday with the race was wonderful. Getting those steps in and um, been walking the dog a little bit more <laughs> um, just due to different circumstances. And it's been good to see 10,000 steps on my you know activity watch every day. So I think that's getting used to that, but also having that feeling of like, okay, I moved today. I, I've done, I've accomplished something. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, me next. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little opposite of Ricky in terms of how I would look at relaxing. I was listening to her say she wanted to turn the heat up and then get under blankets. <laughs> and I immediately just, oh my goodness. So I'm all about turning the heat down. I want to get it to like the lowest it can go so that I can be as cold as I can be to get warm under the blankets. And it could be also that I'm in a little bit of a chemo pause. That's one of the side effects of chemo is these hot flashes that I didn't know about. I'm in a world that, but even before that, I don't like to be hot. So Ricky, I don't, I, I can't really, I don't see that as relaxing, I but I do agree that I, I am in a space where everything has been so fast paced for me for the past six months, uh, kind of going through this journey and it's about to start slowing down. So I'm trying to just be open to change and just going with the flow. Cause, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a still a transitional time for me. So I still feel like I'm sometimes flying by the seat of my pants, but then I'm also like stuck. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's like, I'm yeah. both, I'm, I'm, I'm at a crossroads. So yeah. Yeah. No, that makes absolute sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish I knew uh, how to explain it better. No, I think you explained it perfectly. I think there are a lot of people listening right now who are like, yeah, identify yeah. with that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. that it's that stuckness, but also knowing there are things that are coming, mm-hmm. and I got to get ready for them. I got to be, and that's what you've been doing. You've yeah, been getting, you've been. Um, gosh, a friend of mine used to say this: "Hustle while you wait." Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you've been you have been hustling while you wait, and not and you haven't been necessary. You're waiting for this next phase of the journey, if you will, mm-hmm. but you've been hustling for the phase that you're in right now because mm-hmm. that's a been a really active phase. It's really intense. It's been, it went from every two weeks and then every week, you know, the last drug is every week. So I feel like it's mm-hmm. just rinse and repeat with my cycles. So yeah. um, I don't know what I'm going to do to fill that time. Uh, I'm, I'm, I will find something. I have a toddler. I'm sure he, he's, I'm not asking Lord. <laughs> I'm fine with resting, but it, it, it just feels like it's one thing after the other, after the other, after the other. So yeah. Yeah. But meanwhile, you've got a pretty big milestone. I know, I know when uh, you're going to be listening to this on the podcast, this will have happened the day before, but you've got a big milestone happening Friday. Yeah, I'm ringing that bell. You know, I am super excited. I never, you know, it's a day when you start, when you hear that this is going to be a part of your journey, you're wondering where you're going to be at that mm-hmm. time. And to be here four days away at this point, you know, it's, it's, it's really kind of exciting, mm-hmm. but also... Like I said, I'm like, what happened? Where did the months go? What is going on? So I'm, I'm but I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can you just talk about how many people have shown support oh. in the Facebook group with their shirts all across the country? Thank you guys. Like from the bottom of my heart. I mean, I was so touched. People took time. I was so thankful for those who took time out of their schedules to show up for locally for the walk. Um, we had a lot of members of our Weight Watchers um, group, our 7.30 meeting who came and sacrificed their time to, to come and walk with me. And then also people who were online all over the United States and abroad who 
posted their pictures, bought shirts. It, it, it was, it meant a lot to me. So thank you. And to everybody else who is kind of going through this journey or love someone who's gone through this journey. And maybe if it's not just breast cancer, any cancer, um, you know, taking that time to honor uh, meant a lot. So thank you. Thank we you. love you all. Yay. Thank you. What do you got you, Erin? How was your? Um, well, I feel like I've been pretty open that things have been rough for me lately and they've still been rough. Um, I've had to get okay with disappointing people and, um, not feeling guilt for disappointing people right now because I am, I'm going through depression, plain and simple. Um, and I've got an appointment with my doctor on Wednesday um, that I'm really excited for. I sound like I'm about to cry because I feel like I'm about to cry, but I'm not going to cry. Um, just and because you I'm cry, back- that's fine. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> it's just because I'm I'm back in this space again, and it's a really I just don't like being in this space. Um, <laughs> but but God is good to me, and so I'm going to meet with my doctor uh, on Wednesday. I finally was able to get an appointment with her just to be able to look at. Uh, you know, my thyroid numbers and stuff like that. Um, so we can figure out where, you know, where the source is coming from. And on top of it, I just have a ton of stress. And so where does that all play out? I'm dropping balls left and right. And I don't like that um, because I'm normally a pretty like on top of it person. And so uh, it's just a combination of a lot of stuff right now. So weight loss is literally the last thing on my mind. It's just trying to stay healthy for myself and just, again, be okay with disappointing other people as I disappoint myself. Cause that's just the way it is right now. And knowing that I've just, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I I looked at my Facebook today and it was a post that I shared eight years ago. And it's a message that we talk about frequently here is feet first and your head will follow. Mm -hmm. And so right now I'm just in a feet first mode and hoping that my head will follow at this point. Um, but until then, my feet know the way to go. And so they're just, they're they're doing the best that they can. Uh, but I went for a walk today. The other piece of it too is my plantar fasciitis is flaring up. It is flared up so bad. And it's like, I can, I can barely walk. And so even just trying to walk my usual two mile route and I come back, it's been, uh, it's painful, absolutely painful. Um, mm-hmm. I went, had a getaway with a a friend over the weekend. That was great, but we did some walking and it was like, I, I literally can't walk anymore. And it felt, um, it felt not good to not be able to participate in a way that I could have like two months ago. So I just feel like a lot of, a lot of not good happening all at once Mm -hmm. in the things that were my outlets that are my outlets. They're also not good right Mm -hmm. now. Uh, but I'm okay and it's going to be okay. And it's okay to acknowledge where I am, what hurts, because um, I think that's just really, that's important. And that's, I'm not brushing anything under the, you know, under the rug. It just is what it is mm-hmm. um, and it will get better. So, yeah, I think so, there is a, an element of is it is what it is yeah. that, Mm-hmm. You do have to embrace in certain seasons of life. There's nothing that anyone can say to kind of make it better. Yeah. I, I definitely can can understand and relate to to the fact that it, you just kind of put your head down and yeah. you just mm-hmm. kind of go into T.D. Jakes. I was listening and T.D. Jakes has been like 
on my mind and like speaking to me with different things. But he said, sometimes you just survive it. Sometimes yeah. you're just in survival mode. Like I'm just getting to the next step. Yeah. And it's not about trying to figure out why it's happening or why do I have plantar fasciitis when mm-hmm. that's my outlet is walking. It's mm-hmm. how do I get through this so that I can get to the next step yeah. and, and I- understand it better by and by. <laughs> And I, I do see how you're, you are putting feet first and the head will yeah. follow. But I feel like there's things beyond that that you're doing. Like, I think choosing to still go for walks is doing a little bit more than putting feet first. It's saying I'm, I'm still prioritizing this time that's, you know, enjoyable for me. And I know it's, it's uncomfortable now, but still trying to fit that in. And going to the doctor saying I need this kind of help, I think that's, you know, a, a, something you're doing for yourself and it's, it's beyond just getting by. And I think you should be proud of yourself for that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's, kind of, it's like the hard thing with this is you can look at a broken bone and you know how to set it. Right. But when you have a broken brain, that's not always as easy to, to fix and set. And that just, it takes time or adjustments and medication and that kind of a thing or introducing new things. And mm-hmm. so it's just having to be be okay with the weight um, mm-hmm. and the adjustment on the yeah. end though. And I also really do, but I do love, this is just a big plug for, for me, for therapy. Cause I actually, I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned you guys, I stopped, I started going back to my therapist. No, you started yeah, going back great. to her. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I said, here's the thing. Like I need to talk this out. It's kind of been a lot this year. And there's a lot going <laughs> a on. And I talked to her, I was like, let me just go ahead and tell you, I lost the baby and you know, cancer. She's like, Oh, so you were going to try to, you, oh, okay. You were going to talk to me when it was like just about weight loss. You, and, but after that, you didn't want to say anything. My point is though, that therapy and yeah. acknowledging where you're feeling and where you're at, no matter what it is, is so important. And I'm so glad to hear all three of us at different points in the past few weeks, acknowledge where we are and our struggles and and the things that we're, we're battling, because I think that to normalize that discussion is so very important because I, sometimes we put on that superwoman cape and everything's fine. And I smile and ha 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 and wait, lots us talk about food. No, we, there's other things that are going yeah. on. So. Well, and I think that's also just a part of, it's a part of the journey. Like, and especially if you've been doing it for a while, like we've, we've talked about, there are peaks in our valleys and there are times where like, it's rare though that everything is like, you know, on an even plane. Most of the times there's ups and there's, there's downs and it's just acknowledging that the, the journey is not an even playing field always. Um, because there's a day when you're going to get thrown a curveball like Candace, right? <laughs> hey, you're, you got cancer. Right? <laughs> like, Take the baby cancer. Oh, okay. Right. Great. Or, me, I'm doing really well. Like I'm, I'm losing weight. I'm going down. I'm doing great. And then boom, all of a sudden, like something's changing in my brain and something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I can't focus on anything. Like, wait a minute. I gotta, I really need to sit back and assess myself and assess what's going on. My um, I always remember my doctor had asked me this question one time and she said, if I want you to like survey your life, and think about the problems that are happening in your life or the stresses that are happening in your life. If this stress or this problem was solved, do you think you would feel the way that you feel right now? And if the answer is yes, then we know it's probably we need some tools and resources to be able to handle this stress 
or this problem. But if the answer is no, you think you'd still feel this way, then we know we need to take a medicinal route to help it. And I thought that was a really, that's a really good clarifying question of what, what type of help do I need to solve this problem? So that's just the way that I'm looking at it. Well, you know, and I also kind of delves into something, you know, we're getting ready to come into a really interesting period of time, you know, where I always think of the end of October as like the unofficial or the official start of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. And that can bring a lot of emotion, stress, Mm -hmm. um, happiness, sadness, (laughs) worry. Uh, When you think about time with family, friends, putting on events, uh, Mm -hmm. eating and dealing with the emotions of everything that we all have collectively talked about that we're going on. How are you all feeling about this season starting up in a few weeks? Talk about how quickly the week, the year has gone and where you are in terms of your, your preparation, your food and your thoughts about that time. For me, it, it's my favorite time of year. I mean, I love it. I love the changing of the leaves and then going into, I don't love winter. I don't love being cold. Like, some strange people do. <laughs> under the, I like it cold, so I can put the blanket on. Give that caveat. There has to be a warm blanket to be under. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um, and I, I feel like I don't get super stressed about the holidays because I, you know, I don't have a huge family. So I don't have, like, I, I can have some control over what comes into the house, over how much I, it, it's, more about what happens at work or what comes in and in that setting where I have no control that I start to worry about like how many cookies are going to appear magically like tons of teachers like don't they just get chocolate shoved in their classroom and then they put it in the staff lounge if they're on a diet or they're trying to be healthy and then people who maybe don't have willpower or don't have the same concerns or issues with eating that kind of food they'll take it or maybe someone will have one or you know, like, but it's a challenge for me because I have to decide, am I going to have this? Am I going to have one? Am I going to have none? Or, like, and I have to pass by it 20 times. So I, there's anxiety with that part of it um, in this time of year. But um, I, I also hold on to knowing that there are times that I have a lot of control over. Mm-hmm. Have you started formulating a plan in your mind? So thinking about the anxiety, but without a the plan just kind of leaves it spinning in the circle. Mm -hmm. What have you been thinking about in terms of not to say to protect yourself, Mm -hmm. but to create, create a a plan of forward movement for yourself? Um, So I'm sorry, there's a spider crawling across my computer screen. Oh no. I'm listening to you. But you I'm are also, so calm, girl. Bravo, yes. star, because that would have been the end for me. <laughs> okay. So, could you? So, you're asking you're such have- a teacher. <laughs> that was such a teacher thing, wasn't that? <laughs> you said she was like, "Hold on, one second. There's just a little spider. Absolutely calm. And then that moment where you just kind of set up. Now, could you please repeat yourself your question? I'm listening, but there was something going on over here. <laughs> Moment Ricky. of the podcast. Ricky, that was amazing. I was like, do I mention the spider or do I pretend like I heard everything she said? <laughs> decisions, decisions. What I what I the question that I asked, and I can even ask it shorter now, is okay. anxiety around this time. Yeah. And if 
we leave anxiety untreated. That's not good. And mm-hmm. so have you started formulating a plan so that anxiety isn't going to become that fear monster, but when we've got a plan, mm-hmm. it puts you in the driver's seat and not anxiety? Yeah. Short answer. No, I haven't thought about it yet, but I think it's time because Halloween, I mean, that's next week and we're, we don't celebrate those holidays in school, but candy still comes through the door. People don't want it put it in the, this cafeteria and I have to decide, you know, am I going to avoid the cafeteria like the plague? Am I going to decide to, or teacher's lounge, I'm saying cafeteria. Um, am I going to decide I can pick one thing and have it as long as I track it? Am I going to, like, what am I going to do? And I think that's something I, I need to decide before. Honestly, I think I'm going to have to, the, the most reasonable thing for me, I think, is to say I can pick one thing and track it, but I have to know that it's going to take willpower to to say no to more. The good thing is typically things are gone very quickly. <laughs> so if I do make that decision to have one piece of candy, if I make that choice, have it and leave and make an effort not to come back within that 30 minutes, it's going to be gone later in the day. But um, that that's probably what I'm going to choose to do for that holiday. For Christmas, it's going to be a little bit different for, for the bigger holidays where there's parties and bigger things like slices of cake and and things that take up so many points that I don't want to necessarily have that in the middle of the day. Oh man. I want a cake in the middle of the day, but I know what you I wanted, but <laughs> is it good? Why can't we put out the stuff we don't want? Why can't we put out the stuff we don't want? Like I wish that yeah. they would leave for you Twizzlers and candy corn. Cause like for me, that would be <laughs> nothing. Like you don't have to worry. Aaron, I'm not going there. You're making a face, which means you like one of those, which means I'm not going to talk to you. Um, but Ricky, uh, fruitcake, like you can put out a fruitcake, right? That's right. nasty. Like all those nuts nasty. and colors. Aaron. It's nasty. Fruitcake. <laughs> it's disgusting. No. no I, I love Twizzlers. I love candy corn. I love fruitcake. You don't really I, like candy corn. I tell the truth. No. Oh, I, 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 I like candy, candy corn. corn. I like candy corn too. <laughs> I will tell you, it's not something that I would binge on. I'm not going to sit there. I like two, three solid pieces of candy corn and I'm done. Are you I, all like really serious? Like, I'm no, not I'm 100% serious. Like, you're, you're serious. You really like candy corn. I'm telling you, it's the only thing that I'm saying I won't binge on. Like, because after three pieces, I'm like, okay, like, this oh, is good. <laughs> you guys, it's like one of the only things left still that I get that sugar high on that, you know, like I've told you before, like, I don't get that high anymore when I eat food. Cause like, it's the, you know, all of the health and allergen friendly stuff, like they just, it just didn't have that. But candy corn does it for you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and Brock's makes like, these caramel apple ones that are like, it's like Ooh. about four pieces of candy corn to get. It's not, it's not together, but it's like the size of like one of those. And it's a little apple shape and they're red and they're green and they taste like caramel apples. Ooh. Oh okay. my <laughs> word. It's I should not be a sugar. I shouldn't be upset because we're talking to the peeps girl. Like, I mean, it should <laughs> right. not be like a thing, but I'm always I'm, so I'm surprised. No peeps. Yeah. I'm right. no peeps. I know. I, sorry. I just okay. derailed us here, but I'm like, <laughs> I, let me tell you something. Cause listen, I didn't derail us. I'm speaking on behalf of the people who like candy corn, who like Twizzlers and who like fruitcake. There are people out there who like fruitcake. What when they hear it? Why is it so many colors? What are all I of them? I don't want to chew my, like, I don't want to have something chewy in my cake. And then Why? you're like, oh, that's crunchy. Oh, that's chewy. Yeah. Oh, that's gooey. 
dates, almonds, it? cashews. Then you throw in those little fake cherry things for the fun of it. Like, yes. I feel like it was somebody who had everything in their house that they didn't know what to do with and was like, let me put some flour in here and just throw some, look, there's some nerds. <laughs> look at all these nuts. Nerd. How about some peanut butter, put a little sugar and we'll call it a fruitcake. Okay. My grandfather's partner, she used to make fruitcake every year and you'd open that tin and she'd soak the top of it in rum and you'd open the you'd open that thing and I swear your nose hairs would singe because the it was just like whoa. <laughs> okay, I we have sorry, I'm fascinated. Let me focus. <laughs> we moved. Yeah, let me ask a question okay. because I saw this come up on Connect because that seemed to be a conversation today on Connect about preparing for holidays and how we feel. Somebody brought the idea up of. Do you make sure you're following the plan, but then have a cheat day? Mm. What is your feeling around like a holiday cheat day? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I always ask the same question when I think about a cheat day and and that's what is it that you feel it? Why do you feel the need for one? Because yes. what does it mean about what you feel you can't do mm-hmm. as a part of your normal plan or your normal life? Yeah. Because usually to me that indi- indicates there's some restriction. Mm-hmm on the days that aren't cheat days mm-hmm. and that the cheat day is the day that you get to have what you really want. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you get to live free on that You're day. Free. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't we figure out? I know. And I know why that's hard because I think a lot of times for me, especially in prior parts of my journey, a cheat day was, I don't want to stay within my points. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't want the boundary of, I only right. get this many points and I have to stop. A cheat day means I'm just going to eat a ridiculous number of points and don't care. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not really about the type. It's just the boundary. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I agree. And I think the other dangerous piece of it is what happens the next day. I mean, is it like, Oh, I go back to quote unquote normal, but then I have all this food from leftover from the holiday. I'm still in vacation mode. I probably don't have to go to back to work going shopping, we're out, we're doing things like I'm thinking of Thanksgiving and Black Friday and like all of the things that that seasonal feeling comes over you. And I think if you get into the mindset of of, like, like, look at the weekends, people who choose to do cheat days on the weekend, it how how many of us who have done that have actually stopped on Sunday and said, Oh, I'm starting like, like, it, it just it's never ending. It never just ends up being a cheat day. And I think that's where it gets into because you are breaking that habit. You are breaking the the lifestyle. And it's saying that this lifestyle doesn't fit in with this holiday, which is, isn't true. Mm-hmm. I um, One of the things that I've been trying to build over the years of being on WW is 
trying to create a life that I don't feel like I need to cheat from Mm -hmm. and create a food plan that I don't feel like I need to cheat from because then at that point I'm dieting again Mm -hmm. and I don't want to diet. I just want to live it. And so I, my, that's my thought. As soon as I hear like the cheat day and I'm like, mm, no, I'm, I'm building a life that I, I don't, I, I'm trying to build a life that I'm not trying to escape from or cheat myself out of and finding a way to be able to work those things in as part of the regular plan. Just make me feel like a better, they make me feel like a better person personally. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and this is also coming from someone who keep in mind, like Ricky, like you're talking about with Saturdays and Sundays where like, that's been such a struggle because Saturday becomes like the free, I wouldn't call yeah. it a cheat day. But it would be like, oh, I'm not just, I'm not tracking today. We're like, well, that is, that is a cheat day. (laughs) It's a free for all. Like, let's just be honest. And I don't do that anymore because I can see that direct impact, uh, you know, throughout throughout the week. So just finding a way to maintain and spread it throughout the week is certainly better. And I can honestly say that the hardest part for me is even if I know that I can work it in, like, I don't know, let's say I want a Starbucks drink. And I've looked at it and I I've calculated the points for one and even the tall for the one that I want is 18 points. Let's just say it's that because there's some drinks where that's what it is. I know I can work it in and I understand that I can have chicken breast for dinner and that I can have two cups of salad and that'll give me two points and I could drink 60 ounces of water and get one more point and maybe I could exercise. Right. But that was just one thing I wanted. Like I did, that was just one of the things. And in this holiday season, I think that we're confronted with a lot of different things that are just the one thing. So it's the drink in the morning, but then I really also did want those fries when I go out with my friends to brunch later on, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't get to do that a lot and Mm -hmm. that's 20 points. And then I had the 18 point drink and then I had this, I can't make that work. Uh, I'd have to to, to say no to something. And that's when my inner five-year-old comes in and says, well, it's the holidays or it's this time. I don't want to say no. Mm-hmm. And if it's the first day of the week, you know, and for us on the weekend, I'm like, I have all these other days to make it up. It's that mm-hmm. fallacy of time. And I have time to undo this damage that mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that makes it tough. I think there's so many different things that I want to label as a treat or as a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was something you relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just trying to think from, I think in all honesty, sometimes what I'll do is I'll look at it, especially, you know, we've talked about this before, like at Thanksgiving, if it's, if it's something that I only get this one time and we only make it at Thanksgiving, then it's a hundred percent worth whatever the points are, even Mm -hmm. if I go over the points, but even just going through the motion of tracking it, even though like I know it's put me over, I'm still being accountable for it. And I think that's, at least for me, where, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, that's where the difference comes in is when I, when I'm accountable for it Mm -hmm. and I see it in the tracker, I feel differently about things throughout the week than I would if I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and have that drink and I'm going to have whatever I'm going to have at brunch and just say this is this is it because it's a special occasion type mm-hmm. of thing right but if i and i'm not going to track it i'm not going to worry about it but if i say you know what i'm going to have that drink and i'm going to have the stuff at brunch but i am going to track it because i still i need to maintain the discipline and the consistency of being accountable it's like it shifts something for me and i am much more aware later in the week and i'm not 
as off plan later in the week, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's very true. Yeah. 100% true. Because I think that that's the first thing that falls mm-hmm. or tends to fall when you do have these things. You don't want to be accountable to it. You don't want to see it. You don't want to say, you, you ate it or mm-hmm. you drank it, but you don't want to, 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 to uh, account for it. And I, mm-hmm. I do agree with you that the weeks that I have owned it and put it in and even continued with the negative numbers, I've still seen success. Mm-hmm. Especially you know, when you do those things, like you're talking about to dig yourself out of it, to say, you know, not as punishment, but I do want to see these numbers go down. I, let me do an extra walk or let me drink more water or get some vegetable points. Like there's ways to to get out of it. And I think when you see that number start to go down again, it it helps with the, the visual of, you know, this week isn't lost. Mm-hmm. That's a great, I'm so glad that you guys, um, Candace, that you brought that up. Ricky, you talked about that because I think we've all had weeks where our, our tracker has been in the negative and we've lost weight. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big key of don't give up hope. Don't throw in the towel just because you've got a negative in your tracker mm-hmm. because you might be really surprised by the end of the week. And it goes the other way too, because it can be so much more in the negative and you don't even know because you didn't track it. And then, you know, you don't have a, a loss that week versus, you know, where you do try and, and recover from it. I've, I've actually had a week where I thought that I was going to not do very well and I didn't track like I should have because I made choices I wasn't proud of earlier in the week. Got on the scale the next week and the scale was down. And then I decided that I was just going to go back and put in everything that I had eaten the week before because I wanted mm-hmm. to be like the poster child. And I spoke up in the meeting like, you know what you need to do? Like, it's just very important because you just never know what's going to happen. But I wanted to make sure I wasn't lying. So I went back and put in everything. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, you could have done this, like actually done this, <laughs> not to prove a point in your mind <laughs> that makes you not a liar. But it 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 shows you how when you have given up on your week, Mm -hmm. you know, when you have given up on your week, look at the choices and how it can be exacerbated or when you, when you're still trying to kind of like push through. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that pattern. Like Wednesday is always a day for me where I can kind of get a gauge or feel for like how the week is going. I don't know. It's like that midway point. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not tracking by Wednesday or if I hadn't been putting things in, you know, Thursday, Friday, oh, I mean, it's usually not going to happen, mm-hmm. but I always wish that I could have that reset moment, you know, on mm-hmm. a, like a Wednesday or, or even earlier, you know, to say like, I don't have to wait until that time to be accountable and to continue going. Mm-hmm. Because um, You said something, Candace, that just triggered a thought for me. And this is something that I have, I've been working on and um, is personalizing the journey and looking at the language that I use where I'm talking about myself maybe as a food disposal space, as opposed to a person. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the, I'm giving up on the week. And it's like, actually, I'm not giving up on the week. I'm giving up on myself Mm -hmm. and I'm giving up on my goals for this week. And I have to be okay that if I sit here on Saturday and I'm upset at the, at the scale I'm not upset because I gave up on the week. I gave up on myself. I gave up on giving myself the best shot that I have towards my goals. Does that, does that make sense? Like, I realize it sounds like really harsh, but it's also just super honest. And that's where I've been trying to like 
get in my head. Like I'm not, I'm not giving up on this plan or whatever. This is me. This Mm -hmm. is me that I'm talking about. But is it also super honest? Sometimes I think that another super honest piece to that is, have you all ever felt that freedom sometimes when you do give up on the week? Because it's like, hey, the week is done because I've decided to give up. So that means I can eat without abandon because I'm starting over fresh on Mm -hmm. Saturday. So I'm free for these three days because I don't care anymore. And so let me hurry up and eat everything that I, so that I don't, that I don't want to have to track next week. Again, that's that diet mentality. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that's I'm now I'm... free from the plan because mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. Don't right. ask me about it until Saturday. So right. sometimes I feel like, yeah, I gave up on myself and I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go to Cakes Plus you know, and get that personalized cake because, you know, I gave up on myself. So it's not Saturday yet. <laughs> Right. So that's another piece that's that I have to really actively say that's not okay. You didn't mm-hmm. you didn't gain three days of being able to overeat. The did the, the the repercussion didn't go away right. because mm-hmm. you decided that Saturday is your restart. <laughs> right. And if, if we could bottle up that feeling of how we feel when we've given up or on those days or we've given ourselves the time off and how we feel at the end of that. I think we need to bottle that up, not as a form of shame or, or to make us feel bad about ourselves, but to say, I, I disappointed myself. I wanted mm-hmm. to do this and I chose not to, you know, why did I do that? And how can I do something differently? How can I remember how I feel right now when I'm faced with this choice in the next week? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I think that's an important thing that I try to remember and I try to help myself <laughs> like think about how I'm going to feel if I make this choice again. Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to say, have you guys thought about too, like getting in the space where, you know, there's, a, there's that, that there's that interesting space where you're neither super, super motivated, but you're also not demotivated, right? Like it's just that, that in between. And I feel like I'm always in the search for that in between space where I don't need a high or a low to push me forward. Like this is just living. This is, this is life. I'm not like to what you were saying, Ricky, I'm not shaming myself into doing better. And I'm also not falsely motivating myself or trying to live for the next high to pull me along because when I don't have either of them, what's my motivation right now? Kind of like what we talked about last week, Candace, like keeping our why close by, like, what's that, what's that thing that's keeping us going from, you know, the evenness of the next to the next and not riding a high or riding a low. I'm sorry. It's my phone. Um, I No, I, I think that that is, that's always the battle, right? Is trying to find that, that space, you know, to be in that isn't too, too high or too low. I haven't mastered that yet. I still mm-hmm. am so very motivated by like, and even when I, you know, we were talking about where I was, earlier this year, you know, when I got my diagnosis and he's like hardcore and it's all from a lot of it is fear and, mm-hmm. you know, and I got to make these changes and it's going to be this, 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 and trying to come back to like a level of homeostasis, like a middle ground where you can, you can be there, but you can also still inc- incorporate some of the things that you like or the things that, um, 
you may have thought that we're completely off limits without the guilt of it. I, I, I don't know. I, I still haven't figured that out because I feel like I needed extremes in order to be okay. Mm. Like I need the extremes, you know, to motivate me longer term. And I don't like that. I don't like that because I feel like it shouldn't be, but there's what shouldn't be and what is for mm-hmm. me too that I just have to accept. Like sometimes until it is that I am there, can I be at peace with the fact that the extremes do help me make choices that are, that are, that are better for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, you don't have to run from the fact that there are some things that may, that fear can be a motivator mm-hmm. and, um, but that's okay. You know, maybe not forever. But, it, but for right now, because mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how to, I don't know how else to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I wish I knew. Yeah. I wish I did too. I feel like I I can relate in a lot of ways of knowing the highs of like I'm really really motivated, and then knowing the low of like I am just doing whatever I can to just stay afloat. And, you know, tracking what I can, but not fully Uh, meal prep, for example, that used to be something I was so great at. And I've been struggling with really making the time and, and really the desire to, to do all of that. So it's kind of like, I know when I'm in my sweet spot, it's when I'm meal prepping and when I'm, you know, doing all those things to make sure that I'm, I've got things to make myself successful in that next week. But a lot of times I can quickly go up to that like extreme of, okay, I'm going to do everything perfectly and I have to have these and I'm only going to eat this. And, and it quickly kind of goes to that. And then when it fails, it's back down to the, you know, I don't want a meal prep. I don't want, I'll just do simple things that really in the long run don't fill me up well enough as the, the meals that I would prep at home. So it's hard to just kind of find that middle ground and stay there. And, and that's the consistency piece. Syat Fitness just posted something else about consistency and why people yeah, struggle with weight loss, jumping around from program to program. And he, the thing that he was identifying was a consistency. Mm-hmm. Ricky, I watched that same thing today. I saw it too. Yeah. <laughs> like all of us. Of course, watch our guy. Yeah. I was like, I got, you know what? I need to go back and watch our, our man, yeah. <laughs> our fitness man. <laughs> But I think there's a level of owning, though, there, that I've, I've noticed in a lot of the, I don't know if you call them influencers or the people on social media that I tend to follow recently who were more focused on like a balanced approach. They're very, very honest about when it is that they indulge or, or what they do. That They're like, look, this is what I'm doing. Today, I'm having this. I'm absolutely fine with it. I'm happy. And I'm going to the gym afterwards because I like going to the gym. Like, like this, this, this one piece doesn't have anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. And there's no hiding. And that's what Aaron, you're talking about with tracking. It's there's there's it's like they there's no guilt in the decisions that they're making about things that you may look at and go, ooh. Um, one of the girls I was watching, she went to the fair and she got like all the fair food. I mean, mm-hmm. like you know, like the cream cheese the fried Oreos or whatever, mm-hmm. you would say, oh, I don't wonder how many points that is. She's like, I don't care how many points it is because I'm not counting points today because that's mm-hmm. not what I was planning on doing. But I'm also going to the gym because me going to the gym has nothing to do with the fried Oreos. And I'm going to step on the scale tomorrow because that's what I do anyway. It's That's where I want to get. Mm-hmm. Is that a cheat day? She didn't even say that, but I, I didn't even get the feeling of it like it mm-hmm. was cheating. She was just like, 
I just am not, just, I just don't feel like looking up how many points Oreos are there fried. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't think mm-hmm. it's probably in the tracker. It was, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's not at all something that I'm thinking of as something that's a derailing moment. Whereas so I feel like I would have looked at it and been like, mm-hmm. we just figured out Oreos. Okay, wait, Aaron said the gluten-free right. Oreos are two points each, which we know isn't true. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and hold on, oil is this, because I want to be perfect and I want to make sure I'm right. doing it right. Right. You know. So her mentality was, I'm going to enjoy these things because they're unique. You don't go to the fair every day. Oh. And it seems like the rest of her day, she wasn't saying, well, I'm going to have seven hot dogs and I'm going to go through the drive-thru. And I'm gonna... it, 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 the difference between that is I'm just going to make a ch- one choice that's mm-hmm. meaningful to me on this day and I'm not going to track it versus I'm going to just not track anything today and I'm not I'm going to eat whatever I want with no yeah. care in the world. Like, it, And I see that distinction. I think that's a really healthy place to be. Mm-hmm. And that's where you okay. saw Syed. You saw Syed do yeah. that. He said, I'm today going out with a friend and I'm eating this and I expect the scale is going to be up tomorrow. And I don't, and I'm going to eat it anyway and we will be fine. <laughs> and then we'll keep going. Well, and that sounds to me like food freedom. Like something mm-hmm. I talked about for my, right? Like I just, it's food freedom. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to eat this completely in freedom and I'm going to be okay with it. And I'm going to, if I get on the scale tomorrow and it's up, I'm going to know that it's up because I ate a high volume of food today and it was mm-hmm. something unusual. And so my body's going, Hey, this is something different. Let's protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's all it's doing. And when we're able to sit there and assess it from that mindset, gosh, there's just so much more freedom mm-hmm. around that. Oh, and I'm going to go get on, I'm going to the gym. Cause I love going to the gym because it makes me feel great about myself. I got exercise freedom. I got food freedom. I just got a great day happening here mm-hmm. today. Woohoo! Yeah, no guilt, and I think that's the yeah. big thing. The guilt is just absent, and mm-hmm. I think I told you that's something that I am mourning about another process with this cancer journey is that I'm trying not to feel guilty about when I have something that people are like, "Oh, because is that going to cause this?" Ah, this is very mm-hmm. hard because I'm already dealing with I had food issues, and now I have right. the additional. <laughs> Like I can't even have this without thinking that this could be causing something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about we just tell those other people, mind your beeswax and mind your business. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, if you want to sit for my chemo appointment, go for it. But I know what I'm doing. So yeah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I, I'm, I'm very focused. I got right. it. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Well, let me bring this to a close. One, I think I love our discussion on cheat and cheat day. And I know that gave some other people some, pause some time to think. Cause again, our whole goal is just, we want to just be able to do this journey and freedom, right? We just want to get to that place of discipline and the consistency and feeling happy in our minds about what we're doing and not having that, you know, that war back and forth. Um, and also hustle while you wait. I, there's something like, I love that you, what you were talking about, Candace, I think there's something in there for somebody and maybe it's, you know, we're waiting right now for Thanksgiving and Christmas to come. And instead of waiting for it with dread or what's going to happen with the scale, we hustle right now. And hustle doesn't mean go over exercise. It just means, hey, as a part of our journey, how are we going to hustle while we wait? We're going to drink our water. We're going to look at our fruit and vegetable intake. And we're going to do really good things for us so that when we have the days of those little extra food items or the parties, we can go into it with food freedom because we know that we've maintained this discipline and consistency. We've hustled while we've waited for these 
moments to arrive and we can enjoy them with, you know, with openness. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yep. Well, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of real WW talk. Um, we love having you as part of our community. Like we said, even just starting out how, wonderful and supportive this community is to one another, but especially to us. Thank you for showing up this week for, for Candace and for others who are fighting their cancer journey. It means so much. There's so many women in our group, women and men um, who have battled cancer and are currently on their journey right now, their cancer journey. And so um, we just love that you showed up for them. So thank you so much. Thank you. And if, and if you want to be part of the group, um, Candace, won't you tell people how they can find us? Oh, there we've made it so easy for you. You know that name, Real WW Talk. Search for it on every platform that you like. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Search Real WW Talk. Also Instagram. Uh, we are all on Connect. If you are on the Weight Watchers app, YouTube, same thing, and anywhere that you stream your uh, your your podcasts, you can find us um, there as well. So Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you do your podcast, search Real WW Talk, and we'll pop up. Oh, um, email Ricky. Do you want to tell people how they can email us? Yes. You can also send an email to real talk at gmail.com. <laughs> we made it. We've made it very difficult for you to find it. <laughs> yeah. So hard. Well, we wish you a great week on plan as you hustle while you wait for the holidays. Bye. Bye. Bye.